the Every Day is a New Day podcast and live show. The inspirational show about moving forward and choosing to be more of you. Transmuting the self-doubt and stepping into courageously aligned confidence in who you uniquely are. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm a twice-certified transformational confidence coach, Reiki master, best-selling author, and former crime analyst who now helps empathic, heart-centered individuals shatter the noise of self-doubt, find clarity on what self-love really looks like, and the courage to be peacefully grounded in who you've always known you are from the inside out. Join me for the live shows on Facebook and YouTube and visit KimO'NeillCoaching.com for more info. Let's get to it. All right, and welcome to the Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill. So glad to have you here. And today I have with me another amazing guest, Matthew Gardner. Welcome, Matthew. Thanks, Kim. It's great to be here with you. <laughs> I'm glad to have you here. I'm going to go ahead and share with everyone just a little bit about who you are. Matthew Gardner is a personal transformation specialist and the founder of Phoenix Rising United. After his fiance Gail passed away from terminal cancer in April 2020, and in the depths of his emotional recovery, Matthew discovered newfound inspiration to assist others on their spiritual journey. Matthew now empowers spiritual seekers with the tools, resources, and community to be 100% supported by their passion. Ah, oh, Matthew, what a story. Yeah, thank you. And I love the name of your company, Phoenix Rising United. Tell us, tell us more about Phoenix Rising and and your connection to that phrase and what that means for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it came about in the latter part of last year, and obviously, I went through that experience with uh, my late fiance Gail's passing, and um, that was about a year and a half long journey or so from the time she was first diagnosed with breast cancer to to the time she passed away in April last year. Wow. And uh, and then I went through, you know, obviously recovery period and grieving and all those heavy duty emotions that we experience as humans. And and uh, on the other side of it had this grand awakening into higher consciousness and a greater level of spiritual understanding and acceptance of how life is, how it what ex what is existence, what is life. And the, the deepest understanding that came to me um, was that death is not the opposite of life, but it's a part of life. And I think, you know, that's part of our conditioning in, in our, certainly in the Western culture is like we fear death and, um, you know, it's seen as like the end and you know, this whole unknown and, um, you know, realizing that uh, when Gail passed away, like, yeah, she left her physical body, but her consciousness continues on. And, you know, and I serendipitously and unexpectedly created a, and, and experienced these kind of spiritual gifts unlock or activate when she did pass away where I now have this like connection with spirit and with her and um, you know, that whole realm of uh, support that's always here for us, but somewhat elusive in the sense that people aren't allowing themselves to experience it. Um, but I had the privilege of uh, unlocking that for myself and to truly know at least at a deeper level than I ever have. And then probably that most people gain access to is that we definitely are supported by not only like past loved ones, but, there's angels and guides and, you know, all sorts of, you know, spiritual beings uh, here to support us. So um, that eventually led me to um, just see the symbol of a phoenix 
um, later in the year. And I never really identified with that. I know that it's a spiritual symbol and spiritual animal, but I never thought of it as having any significance for me. But um, one of my coaches actually told me, uh, said, hey, Matthew, you've got to get a logo. And um, I'm like, okay, whatever. I was just using my face and my name up to that point. So I didn't really, you know, I, I wasn't like on the search or anything for it. But again, just through serendipity, um, I saw this, this logo of a phoenix and it ignited this emotion in me, Kim, that I'd never really felt before. I've never been like super visual in that regard with different um, symbols and logos and stuff. So I knew it was unique when I had that experience. And then this idea of just the phoenix rising came to my mind. And, uh, and I was like, wow, that's essentially what I've been doing for my clients. That's what I experienced after Gail's passing. And that's really what it's all about, turning darkness into light, rising above the ashes, allowing everything to become a, a positive experience for us and serving us in that way as fuel for our growth. So that's really how the whole thing came about. I think it's a fan, fascinating story um, and it really highlights the theme that I'm taking every day is a new day, uh, taking on this year, which is let your light shine. And that's what I'm hearing. I'm really hearing that as you had that experience of, of Gail passing away and you had this new, I'm going to say spiritual rebirth is what it sounds like. Um, it sounds like that opened you up to shining your light more than however you had been before. Is that Does that resonate? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just that emotional potency when you go through an experience like that unlocks a lot of things. And, you know, most people, I think when they go through that, uh, certainly if they're not more spiritually minded, they go through more of a suppression stage and, you know, they want to hide from their emotions and that gets into kind of a cycle of negativity. But if you embrace it as uncomfortable as it is, if, if you embrace it as fuel for growing and greater awareness, then, then it really becomes this, uh, this, this experience of potency and kind of, I want to say like this emotional masterpiece on the other side of the grieving and the sadness, because you, you experience life in a whole, in a whole new way. And with a whole level of vivid appreciation, like it's crisper, it's cleaner. I can feel it more. And it's like truly living rather than kind of living in, you know, a gray area or within the shadows, so to speak. I want to ask you about your connection, if it's okay. I want to ask you about your connection to okay, to Gail today. Mm -hmm. um, and where I'm going with that is, is so about 20 years ago, my dad died. Mm -hmm. And that was a very powerful experience for me to be shifting. I shifted my beliefs about death and life. Mm -hmm. And there were elements of my connection to him that actually healed after he died, yeah. because I chose to continue that connection. Um, and shift and grow and all of that. And, and so I say that, and I'm just curious if there's, you know, what's your connection with Gail today? How has it shifted? How would you define it? Yeah, well, it's, it's largely intuitive. Um, so I can like feel her energetic presence, for example, sometimes it's more intense than others, but um, obviously she's always there, right? Cause you know, in the spiritual realm, it's like the quantum field, they're everywhere simultaneously. Um, and whenever you're thinking of them, they're with you. Um, what I also learned is that when you're when you're grieving, you're connecting with them, but you're also bringing in these kind of negative filters where you feel like there's a loss for mm. the person. Um, so you end up creating that you know sad feeling. But the fact is, they're like literally right there with you, just in a totally different form than what we're used to. Um, 
So that's taken a, a learning, right, to communicate with spirit because it's a new language. You know, it's a deeper yes. level of understanding how our intuition operates and, and things of that nature. How do you how do you discern between the value of feeling your emotions and not getting into the space of, like you said, getting into that that loss space and, and sit, just sitting in that energy? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I think it's different for everyone because everyone has their own unique process. Um, for me, I like to move quickly <laughs> from an energetic and emotional standpoint and, and not get caught up in things. So, um, you know, for me, I went through that in about a month and a half, two months to, to process the bulk of it um, to the point where I was like functional and, and could start assisting others. And really, I just kept my eye on the idea that these emotions were coming up for a reason. Um, they weren't coming up for me to like push them down or anything like that. They were obviously in me, right, subconsciously pre in, in, from the past, um, but now coming into my conscious mind to be released, to be let go. And so I took that standpoint and and, and uh, surrounded myself with a lot of levels of support to help guide me through different processes, um, one of which I was planning to share here uh, with your audience. Um, and that basically helps the energy move through your system more quickly. So as long as someone's open to do that, and as long as they're actually looking for a solution, because if someone doesn't want to move on, then, then it doesn't matter what they do. Um, they're not going to move on. Um, but if someone's looking for that, then, um, I definitely have found ways to be a catalyst to help them, uh, move through these, uh, lower states of emotional experience more quickly. What are your thoughts? I just want to say, so I actually wasn't planning on really getting into this subject and it's very relevant to things that have, have been showing up for myself and others. So I do appreciate you being open to sharing your, your experience yeah, with, with Gail. What are your thoughts about allowing yourself to have permission to shine and move beyond the grief, the heavy emotions, any of that. I know there can be, that can be a place for a person where they feel like it's not okay. It's not okay to let go of that because if they let go of that, then maybe they're let going of the person, which I don't personally believe, but I'm just curious, what are your thoughts about allowing yourself to move beyond and have permission to now shine? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it's the idea that uh, if we let go of the, the grieving, we'll lose the person, like you said, right? And the thing is, I can tell you firsthand, that's not how it works, <laughs> right? When you, when you let go of the grieving, you actually have more love with the person. You have a deeper connection with the person. Of course, they're no longer a person. They're, they're you know, I'm not even going to call them a spirit because that makes them seem like a ghost or something. They're, not a ghost. They're, they're a consciousness, right? And and like we have to understand that like our bodies is just a percentage of who our soul is. And our right. soul is eternal, everlasting. Mm -hmm. And, and we're eternal and we will always exist in some way, shape or form, but it may not always be in physical form. So when someone like loses a loved one, it's really a training process to understand that it's just with our human conditioning and the way we've been living for you know several hundred years. Um, we don't necessarily look at it that way or allow for that as readily. But I think the good news is our society is becoming more open to this as well. Um, and over the next 10 and 20 years, it'll kind of be more accepted that you know, near-death experiences are, are real and out-of-body experiences are real and, you know, it'll be more and more documented. So it'll become more um, common culture and common understanding for us. I love that. You had a really good, uh, like, quotable in there. I'll have to go back to. <laughs> when we're done. So let's see here. I asked, I asked Matthew 
what his favorite quote is and, or at least one favorite empowering quote that he has. And he shared, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. And that's a Marianne Williamson quote that um, is always good. I absolutely love that one. Do you want to share more about why you love that quote? Yeah, I think it just captures our human journey here, right? Like we're really just afraid of ourselves, which is so ridiculous. Um, and some people are really resistant towards that, you know, and, and hey, that's cool. That's their journey. But I've really uh, made an endeavor to align with my myself with people that are that are looking to reveal that light and to move into that space of the unknown that, that Marianne's talking about there and discovering their inner power. And there's virtually an infinite number of layers to it, right? So it's not that we'll ever like fully capture that because even when we pass on from this human experience, there's more and more and more. Um, but certainly in this lifetime, which I view as a gift and an opportunity to learn and grow, um, there's a lot more power that's accessible to us that we haven't been fully harnessing and the way into that power is through our fear, through that darkness. And um, that's really what what's holding us back is that own inner power on the other side of the unknown, on the other side of the darkness. So I believe that's what Marianne's uh, alluding to in that quote. I love it. Well, that leads us right into when I asked Matthew, how does he define letting your light shine? What does that look like mean to him? He said, being your true self and giving yourself permission to have full creative self-expression. Now, the idea of letting one's light shine can have can can look 80 million different ways. <laughs> it really is is so or eight, bil eight billion actually because eight, there's that many people on the planet, right? <laughs> that's an, yes, I actually like that. That's an even better response. Can look <laughs> eight billion different ways. What do you think? Um, it, I want to highlight the word permission because I think that is so key in this. I know we said it earlier, but when you think about letting oneself have permission to be who they are and let their creative self-expression shine, what other thoughts come up, come to mind for you in terms of how someone can get to that space of allowing themselves to feel and step into that permission? Yeah, well, I think they have to prove it to themselves that they're worthy to have that experience. And, and you know, the process that I follow is is comprised of three or four steps. And it starts with following that intuition about like what's the right thing to do, what's the right thing to say, and just trusting that. I mean, if you have that inclination that you need to do something, then 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 do it. Um, and, and if you have fear, like that's what Marion Wilmson was talking about in the quote there, like that's just an indicator that you know, your empowerment's on the other side of, of taking that action step. So, you know, uh, an idea that I learned from an, uh, a mentor of mine was that, you know, if you have fear, you might as well still do what you love and be scared while you're doing it rather than not do it at all, right? So even giving yourself permission is like just, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say this thing and it might annoy some people, right? But like, why am I going to walk on eggshells about it, right? And like, I understand that some people require a different approach, but at the same time, um, you know, who, who am I? I'm not going to diminish what I'm doing. I'm not going to diminish my message. I'm not going to make myself small to accommodate others. And I think that's a big role to step into because we grow up with this idea of, you know, people pleasing and, you know, uh, you know, not, not upsetting others and, and all that sort of thing. And, and, and we're conditioned that way, right? Like don't upset your parents, don't upset your teachers, don't upset authorities, you know, cause you'll get punished. Right. Right. 
And so we have that kind of deeper rooted fear. But uh, when you look at like, okay, well, I don't have to create those experiences for myself anymore if I did grow up with them. And I can surround myself with people that actually um, want me to self-express. And, and, you know, occasionally there may be people inside those circles that don't, um, you know, approve of that in the same way, but that's, that's their issue. And, and you can allow it to be their issue rather than it being your issue. Absolutely. I, I love what you have said there. Hello to our live viewers who are with us on Facebook and YouTube. I see Sherry is saying hello. Good to see you again, Sherry, too. And we also have the comment about permission is an act of self-love. I completely agree with that. Amen. So Matthew, so we still have some more time in the show, but I think this would be a good time. You mentioned you have a breathing exercise you'd like to walk people through, and I would love to have you share that with us. Now. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. That sounds awesome. great. So um, it, this process is called gamma breathing, and it's designed to help your brain get into this gamma brainwave frequency, which is a state of mind that's more childlike, more malleable, more transformational. And uh, my voice tonality may change slightly when we do it. <laughs> um, to give everyone an idea, it's about 60 seconds to complete this cycle. I'll, I'll prompt it with a brief uh, visual component um, at the beginning just to get it uh, started. And um, each breath within the cycle of breathing is three seconds. And then there's a brief hold of a second at the top and bottom of every breath. And I'm going to guide it through one breath at a time. So there's nothing to memorize other than just follow along. Obviously, some people might be listening to recording like in their car or something like that. So don't do it, <laughs> but do it when you're seated at home or laying down. And uh, I'm ready to go when you are, Kim. Okay, I'm going to take myself off the screen and I'll come back when uh, you let us know it's complete. So here we go. Fantastic. Make, make sure you join us as well and participate along, Kim, because you'll have your own experience that you can speak to afterwards. So go ahead and close your eyes and just... Picture this idea, we've been talking about spiritual connection and allowing your light to shine. So just think about what do those things mean to you as the ideas in your mind and just you know, feel it in your, in your brain, feel it in your heart. You get a mental picture and you also have an accompanying emotion along with that. So tune into that emotion, tune into that energy, tune into that power. And as you feel that in your heart, allow yourself to activate that emotional potency even more deeply, expanding it and breathing with me, breathing all the way in through your mouth and filling your lungs. And mouth out three seconds. And mouth in. And mouth out. Nose in. Nose out. Nose in. Nose out. Mouth in, mouth out, mouth in, and holding your breath, 
and hold it for about five or ten seconds here and again just feel that synergy feel that idea of synchronicity your heart synchronizing with your environment your heart synchronizing with the spiritual realms your angels your guidance systems supporting you allowing yourself to be supported in every area of life and every moment of your life every moment is a brand new moment and you can allow yourself to rise above the ashes transforming your shadows transforming your darkness transforming your negativity into light into happiness into joy and allowing yourself to fulfill your divine purpose here and being the greatest version of you and giving yourself permission to have full creative self-expression in this life in this moment in every moment of your most magnificent and amazing life and open your eyes and breathe normal allow yourself to feel stabilized feel energized feel grounded step into this brand new day this brand new moment this brand new reality thank you matthew and that if you have wonderful. some water drink that ah <laughs> oh, thank you that was wonderful i'm very that's it kim I'm a very colorful person, so I, I immediately got colors coming through. And um, I love how you had the breath where we could further integrate that. For everyone who is with us live, let us know what that was like for you. Kara is saying, thank you. Beautiful process. Absolutely. <sighs> Wonderful. Well, Matthew, we love that you uh, already started to talk about angels and most of my viewers know I love to actually pull cards. And so I decided ahead of time that we would pull an angel card and I'm going to invite Matthew to help me choose which deck we pull from today. So Matthew, I have three decks here. I've got this purple daily guidance from your angels deck. I also have messages from your angels, a blue deck. Uh -huh. And then I have walking with your angels deck. Oh, cool. I've never seen that one before. You do that one. <laughs> do this one? Yeah, yeah, this is an awesome one by Keith Leon S. And I always love to show the artwork. Well, this was the cover of it. And here's the artwork of the back of the cards. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Beautiful. So, okay. So I'm just going to do a little light shuffling. And then in a moment, Matthew, I will ask you to tell me when to stop. And we'll choose the card that's on top or that's flipped over at that time, something of that nature. So just gonna do some shuffling. Okay, Matthew, whenever you're ready, go ahead and feel free to tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. Okay, we have here Archangel Jeremiel. Oh, wow. And the message is, Ask me for guidance and I will show you the blessings of the past, the beauty of this present moment and the future you can consciously create with your words, intentions, and actions. I will show you clear visions of past, present, and future. Ah, I love that. Matthew, what, what comes up for you as you hear that message? Yeah, the power of our words, intentions, and actions, right? Because one of the, I think, big challenges that comes up for folks in the spiritual realm is they're calling on their angels for guidance or these support systems, and they're getting messages, they're getting downloads, but they're not putting it into action, right? They're not communicating it. They're not, you know, using that intuition to move forward. And you have to understand, like, this physical reality, physical action is how we interact with it. So you must right. take action. 
Yeah. But great way to combine um, us being those spiritual beings in that human experience. We must take action and carry it forward. Absolutely. Um, Kara, thank you so much. Kara's with us and she is sharing that the breathing exercise, she says, it felt like my breath was grounding in my vision. Kara, I got a sense of that too. That was, I love the way you worded that. And she's also saying, and oh, I could wow. see, see my heart center blossom yeah. and ties in so well with the exercise we just did. Wonderful. Nice. Ah, oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, Matthew, so now I have something that is just fun and playful. And I would like to ask you to um, engage in with me as it, as it uh, resonates with you. Hopefully it will. Yeah. What does your letting your light shine pose look like for you? Like, like, uh, like a face pose or like, what do you mean exactly? <laughs> Can be anything you want. So if you want to do a face pose, that's great. Or if you want to do some sort of power pose, however you connect to the idea of a power pose, Letting what would be light your light, light shining pose be? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm pretty, uh, humble and, uh, you know, just, just smiling <laughs> or laughing. That's, uh, I mean, that pretty well does it for me. Um, but you know, you would Matthew, okay. that is that is complete. If that resonates for you, like a smile is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. Yeah, there's certainly merits in like being more silly than that, but uh, that's not really my style. So, <laughs> and I actually love that you acknowledge that because that is what letting your light shine is about. Is about doing what's natural and authentic for you, and not having to assume that how you shine your light is going to look how it might look for someone else. So, so thank you for even just highlighting that a smile is your, your pose, your face pose. <laughs> Absolutely. A smiling and bubbly laughter like Gail uh, has this amazing laugh. Um, and she was the happiest and bubbliest person I knew. So um, I definitely think of that when I think of shining my light. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Well, so Matthew, I want to make sure that people know about Let's see here. I'm looking for your website link. Here we go. So we have phoenixrisingmasterclass.com, an event that you are offering. Will you tell people about that in case you'd like to yeah. learn more about it? Absolutely. So it's a free to attend masterclass every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's a live masterclass. So you get to interact with me live and I'll walk you through this gamma breathing process in a, a greater level of depth and an experience over about an hour, hour and a half. And, uh, you can go on my own Facebook uh, timeline and see what people are saying about it because uh, people have absolutely phenomenal experiences, but it's basically designed to help you uh, transform your darkness into light, let go of the past, step into the present moment, align with the version of reality that you prefer and utilizing your imagination to paint the picture of your life that you deserve and are worthy to experience. Uh, that sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. So definitely check that out. PhoenixRisingMasterclass.com. And you said that's every Sunday. So it's not like there's a deadline on registering. It sounds like people can. Every Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Wonderful. Matthew, thank you so much for being here today. Are, are there any final thoughts you would like to share about shining your light, about having permission to shine and about even transforming how a person may view death and, and rebirth? Anything else that we didn't cover you'd like to share? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the idea is when, when you let your light shine, you're truly allowing yourself to live in the greatest version of Earth that exists because you're pulling in all those higher frequencies. 
and death can be a, a stepping stone to that understanding you know when our loved ones pass away um, they're going to a higher realm and they're gonna lift us up as well simultaneously so if we allow that to happen then that really um, endows us with the ability to shine our light even more than previous so everything can serve a positive purpose if we allow it to and shining our light from my vantage point is the only thing we're here to do in our own unique creative way so it's a great privilege to be uh, having this conversation with you about that, Kim. Absolutely. Likewise, a privilege to connect with you and have you share um, at a time when there is a lot of the transforming darkness into light and having that rebirth experience. So I really appreciate you being here today, Matthew. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you to all of our live and replay viewers. As always, please let us know what you're taking away from today's conversation. If it resonated with you, if you liked it, I do encourage you to like, share, subscribe, all of the above. And if you are looking to grow your self-confidence, step into more courage, confidence, clarity, so that you can move forward in ways that are meaningful for you, I do invite you to go to kimoneilcoaching.com, book a free one-on-one -on -one call, and we'll see what we can do there. Have an amazing day, everybody. I'll see you all again on Monday for another Inspirational Message Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye.